Hello, welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Jake Dragish, and with me is my co-host, Timo Meyerski, or he, as he calls himself, Timo Meyerski. <laughs> call myself that way? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I you do. say Timo Meyerski, but I say Timo Meyerski. I think Meyerski sounds, sounds rock solid. Okay, it's Meyerski. Yeah, I guess, but th- that's the internet name, separated from my real name. Your no real one knows name. about. I want to hear my new favorite chord. Yeah. Oh, it's lovely. I like that. Oh, man, I, I don't know what it is, but... I wish I could combat you with my chords. I don't have... But I like that chord. But that, that, enough of that. Enough of that. It makes oh, me sad you? that my... Um, it makes me sad that I don't play my ukulele, you know? I was just so enthusiastic, and then... Yeah, yeah. That, that's what happened. I mean, you know, I think it's a perfect songwriter tool. If you can, that kind of type, you just want to, like... Get the chords out and then, you know, write melody over it. I think that's like the best. It's, it's not a, like a virtuoso riffing machine. Wait, wait, say. earthquake, earthquake time. Oh, wait, earthquakes. I'm trying, that's to, okay. trying to get super comfortable. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Welcome to the uh, Welcome least to listen the... to the podcast since Phil's not here. Yeah, Phil's gone. Phil's on a, Phil's on a, well... In another universe. If we're talking multiverse, then yeah, he's, he's traveled through the portals. Yeah, I mean, like if you know, if somebody moves from one dimension to the other one, you could consider them dead, right? Yeah, I mean, like theoretically, like if yeah, you're talking about the anymore. multiverse, then there's you know an infinite amount of possibilities, and one of those possibilities is definitely Phil being dead. Yep. But the good thing is that what we a wonderful don't know. world would that be? <laughs> <laughs> the good thing is we don't know, and I don't know where physics is on that. Um, question, but Philip is um, oh. uh, in the Czech Republic, now renamed to Czech, Czechia. Yeah. Which, by the way, I wonder is Czechia the official now name? Because I remember yep. hearing that it was like a nick. It's like a shorthand name. Well, if you look at Wikipedia, none of these like because you know you have the Italian Republic, you have the Slovakian Republic, you have the Serbian right. Republic, you have the Croatian Republic. They're all called officially, you know, Republic yeah, but the or Czech the Kingdom Republic, of Sweden. But the only the only one that kept like and Google Maps or anywhere was Czech Republic, and so I guess they felt left out, and you know Croatia, Slovakia, so they want to change as well. <laughs> yeah, Called probably. Czechia. I don't know. What do you think about Czechia? What do you think? It's about funny name? because I don't know. It just fits Czech Republic because it's been used so much in the English language. Because in in Czech or Slovak, it's just Česko, which is like Czechia, but you know, true. And true. nobody says Česká Republika. Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe they say in the news, but. It's always yeah. just Česko. Just like I mean, Slovensko, it's Česko, you know? Slovensko. Yeah. Like in Croatian, I think it's Česka. Yeah, there you um, go. It's just the English people. I have to just say that this is a typical um, human bias, but mm-hmm. I'm partial to the old name because, I don't know, I just, you know, I liked it. Now that it's gone, it's, it's bittersweet because, you know, it was the only one who was liking that, you know, official, Yeah. the Czech Republic. Yeah, um, that feel well. It feel, felt special. I mean, like, you know, maybe if you're a little bit more old school, you would call it, you know, Czechoslovakia because you're old and you didn't follow the news for, like, last 30 years. Well, speaking of which, did you ever see um, in... Oh, I can talk a little bit about the book I'm reading, which okay, Phil didn't sure. get to talk about. So I get to hijack the podcast yes. and take over. It's just <laughs> do what you non-review want. There's because... There's no rules. There's no, there's rules. no rules. We can talk about... 
Yeah, and guess what? We don't have to wait till the end, till the episode, to bring in the topic. We can bring it in now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> anything. There's no rules. No one's listening, so it's anything Doesn't that, that feel weird, though? Like, Phil not being here? It feels like the spirit's missing. Spirits. I think it's definitely different for you because you are used to having a visual contact, you know? Like oh, an eye. that's right. Yeah, because nothing. They're just stuck with me. Just... See how it feels. I'm just this sitting is, by myself why... in a room like a loser. We could have done, uh, well, me too. We could have done, uh, you know, the video chat, but, you know, yep. my internet is not good. It's okay. My not strain it. So I've been reading this really, I have to say, fascinating and excellent. Well, before we get to that, um, are you drinking anything or no today? I did drink two beers. I don't know if you've seen them unta- untapped. Mm, I did I have two craft beers. Oh, I have to untap this as well. I, I did, but I was kind of feeling a little bit tipsy, so I'm just having apple juice now. Mm. But I did have two Wise. nice untapped beers. I had a, I had a, 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 a I think it was both were IPAs, but one mm. was like a flavored one, but it wasn't wasn't that good. No, no, it was. Ooh, um, this is nice. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking? What are you drinking? Okay, so my mini story is, um, there is this. It's kind of unfortunate. There's not that many craft beer stores where you can buy bottles in really? Zagreb. Would yeah, like I, so far I found, huh? <laughs> just cans. Well, get, well, no, no. I'm just saying like craft beer stores. Untapped like, is down, by the way. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, I can't go uh, There are not that many stores where you can buy. Like, I remember how in Bratislava we went and you have that cool fresh market, oh, you have yes, that beer yes, shop, yes. and there's probably multitudes of beer stores. Like, I'm not, not multitude, but at least I know three. Well, Okay, three. Um, and so far, I've only found one, but there's a couple other ones I looked up online, but I didn't go there. Mm-hmm. And um, this one's called the Pivoteca, right? Like, <laughs> like Videoteca? Yeah, Videoteca. But or Biblioteca? Pivo. Yes, exactly. And uh, we went there a couple times already. And, you know, it's like a smaller shop, and they seem to have, um, like, it's not a crazy selection, yeah. but there definitely is more than you'd find at the supermarket craft beer section you know where they have sometimes like some imports and stuff like yeah that. Well, what do, what do they have do they have like they um, have mostly i would say like at a the, glance the brew dog or do you have local stuff or do they have like belgian stuff what's the, what's think, the selection like i would say pretty confidently that's like 40 to 50 is sort of like regional stuff so like croatian yep. serbian i'm yep. guessing there's like i don't know maybe slovenian. czech stuff and slovenian yep. and maybe even like slovak or whatever stuff but they also have like you said brew dog uh, there's like English stuff. There's stuff from the Netherlands. I'm guessing mm-hmm. like bigger, like bigger craft breweries. Yeah, yeah. The the, the sort of like uh, I guess chains or whatever you want. Not yeah, chains, not chains, you know but like brew dog level of yeah. popularity. I'm guessing. And so yeah, so basically, I since I'm not too familiar with many breweries, um, mm-hmm. I, before I was just like looking at the labels and just randomly going like, I'll just go with that. I'll go with that. Um, but this time I was like, you know what? This is the brewmaster who sells okay. these beers. So I was like, why don't I just ask the brewmaster himself um, for recommendations? And so I went up there and I asked him for a recommendation uh, for a stout mm-hmm. uh, based on me liking the um, oatmeal stout from Brewdog called yep. Jet Black Heart. Yep. And so I said, I really like that one. What would you recommend? He's like, okay. And he gives me like three recommendations from his shop. One of them was, Tim, I don't know if it's from that brand that you liked. Remember you said the Ultimate Imperial Stout? Remember you linked me once? It's like this purple? What is the brewery? 
Uh, that's I think that's the English one. Uh, oh, okay, I forgot mind. what's it called. But uh, yeah, but they, they I mean everyone makes there's like you know they're in Russian Imperial Stout, but the the uh-huh. one that I showed you wasn't the best. I mean one of the best was Rasputin. I think that was from American I think one. That, no, okay, never mind. Well, you might have found a better Imperial okay. Stout, but I was thinking because this had a purple label. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Imperial, it was just Oatmeal okay. Stout from okay. a Netherland okay. brewery. And he was like, that's like the best that we have, like mm-hmm. the sweet Oatmeal Stout. And I got that. I didn't drink that yet. Okay. And another one, which I'm drinking now, is this one called Uteja. Okay, and this is from cool. Cabinet, and it's a, Ser- a Serbian brewery, as your brother would say. Oh, yes. And uh, I'm actually surprised. I'm actually surprised how good this is. I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's 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 what is this? The podcast? What? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just <laughs> no, wanted to okay. get my I wanted to get my story of going to the store talking about I know, to I know. That's a classic. You got to go. Did you see did you see my uh my my This is uh, pretty good. Logs yeah, nice. From yeah. last week? Uh no. I went to the uh the the beer festival. I logged oh, in yeah, like yeah, seven yeah. beers. Oh yeah, yeah, untapped. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know how long I can take this untapped. <laughs> Stop. I'm, I'm, like, I'm getting just fun. like to, yeah, rating, and that's it. It's fun, but I think that I'm a little bit already getting kind of tired of having to like every time I just want to drink something. Uh, to log it. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for a... tuning in to the podcast where we log <laughs> beers. Uh... This is great. This is this is great. This is like we've like overtaken the. Podcast, everything, we can, everything. We can it's do just, everything. Just, we can do anything we want. It's a world of possibilities. Is before us, like the radio show. Sometimes they have like the hostile takeover, and like a band takes over like an hour yeah, of yeah, programming. Yeah. Exactly. This is it. You know, this where were the Bling One Two? Mm-hmm. And uh, we're taking over this. And um, I had some. I'll, I'll talk. I'll talk about some beers. You know, why not? Well, we can stop talking about beers, but I just have to finish this log. So I would say this beer really. Nice. <laughs> what a great review. That's my review. Really great. Let me add a photo. Oh, awesome. This guy's face. You'll see this lovely man. But I can tell you a funny thing that happened. I was uh, after like the fifth or fourth sample. I was getting mm-hmm. a bit tipsy. And I had this one beer. And it, it was like, okay, you know, it wasn't nothing special because I had some pretty strong flavored beers. Okay, before, wait, wait. Let's go, Tim. Give us some context. Okay, so so uh, last week I went to, um, it's like a beer festival, whatever it is. It's basically a lot of the breweries or the distributors of craft beer come to this one big hall that's in historic part of a town where they have all kinds of like special events. And you can go, you pay for the entrance, you get a glass, and then you pay for these little fake monies. Fake, yeah, and like then you go coins, buy right? yourself, yeah, little coins, and you buy yourself uh, samples, and you can try from all these breweries. That was like 300 kind of beers, craft beers. Mm-hmm. And I went there for the last five or six times. And I went uh, again, it was like a week ago, and there was uh, some Serbian breweries, uh, so I okay. tried those. Was there this one, Cabinet? No, it wasn't Cabinet, it was Crow and... Well, the Crow Magnon? Crow, like, <laughs> there was this crow and something else, and uh, I tried a stout of theirs, and it was it was pretty mild. It was pretty. Well, do you know what I noticed by the way? It's pretty. My uh, theory is for some reason stouts seem to be difficult to get down. Oh yeah, 
They're also seasonal as well. You have to like specific mm, time. In the winter, you make them, and there's all this crazy process that goes into it. But you know, to get it like nice and thick and porridgey, yeah, th- I like the thicky porridgey. Yeah. But um, also, I was just one beer I just tried, and it was very mild, and taste wasn't that great compared to the other ones. And I was kind of tipsy, so on my this untapped this app where you kind of log your beers, I wrote a was it was a very kind review, and it was like. Oh, I really I can't remember what it was like the worst beer of the night or something like that. Right, and like two seconds later, I get on the on the oh, applications. I know you get you get like toasts from people like your friends and everything. I got from the brewery. brewery. I know. It. Yeah, I, <laughs> I felt it. so bad. I, I, I went ahead and changed my uh, edited my post. Really, I I one time rated a beer like a little bit lower. Yeah, they toasted me as well. But you know what can you do? You know. I'm a customer. I have to rate these things. <laughs> I, I just felt so bad because it wasn't know, a bad I beer. Know. It was just I had really amazing beers before that. And well, that's, like, that's the whole nature of these ratings. Like, what in the world? Who knows? Like, you know, it's so relative yeah. and poopy. Um, so, yeah, that's my story. Uh, my tiny story of getting some recommendations, which I now, next time when I go, I will definitely go and ask him for more recommendations because why not? He seems to be, right? Like, you ask... Your brewmeister. Yeah, I did, I did the, the brewmaster. And he gives I, you samples. Yeah, he's like he's yeah, a good master. He's like he's got he's got like oh he's like are you driving today? I'm like no, <laughs> I still worry. And he goes mm, all right, let me give you a little sample. He takes out the cup and he pours some beer for you, and it's pretty good. Like last time, he gave me like three samples. Man, so I you got like you got to ask, and then they say oh next week this this is coming in, or they show you some good stuff. And by the time you get you know they know your taste and everything, so it's pretty good. Yeah, I get to pick. I usually pick out like one or two, three. These are my favorites, or I see something completely new, and then I go, "Okay, give me like two or three more beers." Just you know, whatever crazy thing. And so far, they've never, you know, um, disappointed me. I guess in a word, like they always bring out something. Something. It's not like oh, here they always have bring this. something out from the magic bag. Yes, a sequence. yes. Okay, we have had too much beer. This segment has gone overboard. It's too too much. It's so it's now. Um, what podcast? Because, like is every, this? everyone is tuning out. Like this is like. We're turning into no, no one tuned in. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's just me and you, and the yeah, guy yeah. in his underwear. Yeah. Um, so so so, what number is this? What podcast is this? I think it's eighty five. Oh, you guys are slow. Good. Well, yeah, but it feels slow. Like it feels like every Fifteen time. Fifteen more podcasts. Just a little bit. What is that? Like three more months? No. Four. Uh, months, let's five think more here. Months. Fifteen weeks. So whatever that's in months. Uh, yeah, four but weeks we have to month, we have to do Star eight, Wars at least two. once. Well, yeah. What do you mean? We'll make it. Oh, no. We'll make it. But what if it, mm. what if it ends at hundred? What, what happens then? Maybe that's the Star Wars one hundred. Oh, you know, like the grand, grand finale, mm. the mm. Big Bang, the Big Bang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which wasn't big, actually. No, but hopefully no. this one will be big. I mean, that was just long. The last Bang, which one? wasn't oh, big. Yeah, that that was Star Wars. I think, it was just long. I think that was pointless. Well, yeah, and plus, remember we talked about how, for those of you listening, when we were at Tim's place, we had like a setup. Yeah, that we weren't happy with because it was in your living room, and essentially we were all two miles away from each other. Couldn't see the eyes. It was <laughs> so dark. Couldn't see and the eyes, just... and you couldn't look into the eyes. You know, that's the key: is looking into the eyes. It's funny that so far, still my favorite setup and my still favorite podcast is the first podcast I was ever on for you guys. It was the Humpin' one. We were I think that was, uh, I think sitting was at best. a table. That was nice. We we had some we had some put some some brew or whatever it was just sitting there yeah, and it was just like so up close. Tea. 
and you get the reactions and it was really good i think like maybe the podcast completely sucked but it's, it's my experience recording it that was about the best fun i had i think that's like the best way to do like you have a table and then you sit around the table and then because you know it's like it's uncomfortable when you're just like in a chair or like it's much more comfortable when you have somewhere to rest your arms you know you can yes. just like casually put something on the table Or whatever, so yeah. And it's also the, like the, the subtle nuances of people's faces and the reactions. I think. Yeah, I think just, it's it's like just you're helps. Talking. You're talking. Yeah, yeah. But not like when you're we have these like like we had in the Star Wars podcast where it's like Miles. we're looking through microphone stands <laughs> and <laughs> it, like you said, it wasn't much different than us like now. It was yeah, it was exactly the same. Like so, just didn't yeah. have that personal touch to it. But that was too long. I think that was too long. I think that we was were long. Just, we were repeating ourselves to death. I think like I, 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 I listened to maybe like I don't know if I listened to the whole thing. I don't think anyone. <laughs> if I you did. Are, congratulations! There are you, some, you are a brave person. There are some Frank Ireland, which we will do the final episode. I think it should be episode 100. Why not? Who cares? Yeah, and then maybe we'll return for the other Star Wars. Maybe. Uh, which one? You know, the last one. Oh, Episode I forgot. Nine. This is not the last one. No, no, no. You got tricked by the oh. Rogue One. Rogue One. Uh, so Rogu. Phil is to come back. Phil is. Yeah. <laughs> Phil is gone in uh, the shorthand over. country called Czechia for um, it's like an animation conference. Um, what was it called again? It was called. Um, I don't know, man. I just get videos from Phil and Darren. Yeah, he's traveling yeah, we're, around. Yeah, we're so uninformed. We don't know what it's called, but no. Phil will tell us about it when he returns. But yeah. anyway, it, it looks really lovely. Like it's a small town in the former Czech Republic. But wait, what? Why <laughs> do you keep saying? Oh, wait, Tim, I forgot. Thank you what? so much. Thank you. I'm reminding myself. <laughs> uh, you were saying um, earlier, like um, something you mentioned about I don't know Czechoslovakia or something. I don't know. Maybe it's Phantom. Phantom okay. Visions. But uh heavy Oh yeah, the Peter Jackson book. Of course. That's where we okay. stopped. <laughs> but before oh, the I get book, the, yeah, yeah, the, the book <laughs> you wanted to say at the beginning. But before I get into the book, I won't like do a mega review, just like a few sentences. But before I get to the book, I wanted to mention there is this amazing moment in the making of DVDs of the Lord of the Rings, which I'm sure mm-hmm. I'm sure that Whoever's listening, you've definitely seen the making of. It's the best. It's the I best. I think. I think that's of. the. Well, I, mean, I think it's like a. It, it, it's one of those making ofs. Yeah, absolutely. I love the Lord of the Rings making ofs. That everyone's seen. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying like it's one of those making of series that basically everyone's seen, even if, even they, if they never watch yeah. uh, making ofs. But yeah, they're they're great. They're great. By the way, Tim, did you ever see the? Um, So, you know how they had these uh, making of on the extended DVDs that we all yes. know and love? Yeah. Did you know that actually uh, there is another making mm. of set? No. Which was actually supposed to be the original making of. Okay. By a man, man named Costa Botes. Is this different a, footage? Yes, yes, different footage. Oh. It's all alternative stuff. And actually, Costa Botes was a friend of Peter Jackson. He worked with him on a movie called Forgotten Silver. If you ever heard mm-hmm. of that one, he he was like he was his partner in okay. crime for many years while Peter was doing his earlier films and even during Lord of the Rings. And he actually hired him to do the making ofs for the Lord of the Rings production. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, what happened was at the end, I think New Line said that they'll take over 
the making ofs and they okay. kind of, they re-edited them into the ones we know from yeah. the DVD, which they're great, but they weren't like his versions. Okay, they 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 weren't like the super. Uh, yes, and so were, were they maybe like the you know that awesome documentary that was never released about uh, Emperor's New Groove? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, that was, that something was really like, good. Oh man, wasn't that great? The sweatbox. That was so good. So like, oh, the sweatbox so is so good. You don't you don't actually see that because usually it's sponsored by the people who want to promote that movie. It's it's it, this is this was this is something yeah, else. Yes. So the sweatbox, I think we mentioned this like a hundred times, but that's a, a yeah. documentary about the failed version of the Emperor's New Groove film, like what it was originally supposed to be before it turned into what we know today, which is one yeah. of my favorite movies, The Emperor's New Groove. And super candid, right? Like you get to see behind the scenes like what it's like when a movie isn't working, right? Or I think it's just any movie has to go through certain stages. That yeah. Maybe yeah. like following those strands that don't lead anywhere. Like even if, if uh, let's say it's a, it's a documentary about making of, usually even through the earliest stages or whatever, usually they follow the strands that lead to the final product. They don't really go on the tangents that don't lead anywhere. This is exactly that. This goes through yeah, they didn't all know, the failed like, what processes. Yeah. That's a Very great realistic. one. And so anyway, the, the Costa Bote's documentaries for Lord of the Rings are great because there's like no music. It's just pure mm-hmm. footage. No and it's very like naturalistic in the sense that you just get a vibe of like the set. There's no interviews. It's just pure kind of set stuff. Pretty cool. <laughs> anyway, um, what I wanted Book. to say was Peter Jackson in the making of on the DVDs. Okay. He's, he's in Helm's Deep. And this, I love this. And by the way, this is like they were shooting in 99 to 2000 was principal photography for Lord of the wow. Rings. Wow. And Peter Jackson goes... Yeah, he's in Helm's Deep talking about it. like maybe you get these you know like these old these old cities like something you see in Yugoslavia. So anyway, really, <laughs> yes, isn't that amazing? Uh, but I Peter mean, Jackson, I guess, I mean, I know, but I'm saying like it's just yeah. funny because like '99, 2000, like Yugoslavia by then, yeah, like I, I think the old Yugoslavia might have been called still. Well, I think Serbia, I think, was called Yugoslavia still. Mm, yes, yes, Serbia but was. But I'm saying the laws of it. But the communist experiment, Yugoslavia, was no more. Yes, that was gone. But it's just so funny to me because, like, you know, I remember you joked a long time ago, you said, well, he's, you know, down in New Zealand. News takes a long time to to reach down there. But anyway, I I thought that comment was funny. Yeah, I was was watching uh, some YouTube Let's Play, and and this guy, let's say he was, like, 35, and um, they were just like, wait, wait, wait. And they were like, they saw saw Slovakia, and they were like, what? Czechoslovakia. I thought Czechoslovakia was a country. What is this? Che- There's a Czech Republic and Slovakia. That's like calling United States like United, United. and then States of America. And I was like, oh. Oh. yeah, yeah. I think that's just a lesson. Okay, don't you know. don't overspeak if you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know. About geography and history. Yeah, that's geography okay. and history. But anyway, I digress. Yeah, I don't to, even know. To from wrap what. up. Yeah, well, Phil, digressing from Phil's Peter Jackson's awesome Czechoslovakia. Comment. Yeah. Wait, no. No, he's in... Well, I figured out, by the way, so if the Czech Republic... Czech Budjovice, by the way. It's a nice place. That? Oh, yeah? Is that the place By the way, he, he lied close? to us. He kept saying about Prague. He's never in Prague. <laughs> what is funny. his lie? I, I was giving him restaurants. Prague. I'm going to Prague. I'm going to Prague. And then in the end, he's like, what? I looked it up on Google Maps, like an hour and he's... a half out of Prague. I, he's two hours away from Prague. He's <laughs> further away from Prague, probably, than he is to your home. That's hilarious. 
It's just Prague. Phil's Prague trip. I'm going to Prague. He probably would have gone to Prague if no one stopped him. He just arrived and he's like, where's the festival? I'm Phil. I, I'm Phil. Take me there. I'm a prince. <laughs> I'm the prince I of must Croatia. be taken. <laughs> Take me to your leader. And yeah, um, he's, he's, nice part of uh, Croatia. <laughs> Czechia, Czechia. But, uh, nowhere near Prague, though. Yeah. So listen, if Czech, if the Czech Republic uh, ever reunited with Slovakia, and they're yeah. like, guys, let's reunite. The name, the new name. I have a couple options yep. for you. What do you okay. think? Give Ready? Me. I'll give you some options. So, options. Option number one. Are you ready? Yeah. The first option is, come on, messenger. Okay, the first one is this one. <laughs> Czechoslovakia. Czechoslovakia. That's the first one. So instead of Czechoslovakia, it's Czechoslovakia. So we're combining the new name. Okay, okay. No, I thought it was like Czechoslovakia, like like it's, you know, like it's hip. It's, it's yeah, a gangster. That, that could be Czechoslovakia. Czech- yeah, that's, you could pronounce it like that. Czechoslovakia. Like Czechoslovakia. Yeah. That's option number it. one. Option number two is Slovakia, Czechia. <laughs> They'll never deal. fly with the Czechs. They will never that's fly for one. that. They got to be first. Because the slow. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah the Slovaks sense. are peasants. <laughs> I have a couple other options which are going into the wilder territories. Okay. I'm, I'm ready. All right. <laughs> Here's one. This, okay. This is, the, this is the wildest one. This will never fly. Okay. Czechakia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like Czech Slovakia, so yep. Czechakia. So the ending of Slovakia, but the beginning of Czech, so Czechakia. Okay, okay. So you know, I'm just throwing out options in case they ever, you know, yeah, want to like do that whole thing again. I think they might go a little bit like a little bit old school and call like Great Moravia or something like that. You know? Oh yeah, yeah that would be like medieval you know, stuff, hipster yeah. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, cool. I go for the the new ways, more uh, you know, equal. Sort of yeah, just yeah. Don't like don't don't bring back the you know old national. Um, don't 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 like don't. you know. Anytime Yugoslavia is brought up, it's just, just yeah, bad just luck. bad bad news. Don't bad do news. that. Don't go there. Just leave it. Let it die. So, um, this Peter Jackson book, yeah, that I've been reading, yeah. is actually a really great book, and um, it's it's six hundred pages by the way, and the book okay. is an a biography, official biography, sanctioned biography. Hmm. Which Peter Jackson worked with the author named Brian Sibley to really show the um, inner workings of the film industry. And what's great okay. about that in the book, you have numbers, so budgets, money, uh-huh. deals, percentages, negotiations, um, you know, like how in the world did they get Lord of the Rings made, which is actually a really, really interesting story. Um, yeah. Just. All the way, but it's his whole biography. It's all the way Peter Jackson when he started doing Brain Dead. No. Crap. Oh, really? So this is bad this is taste. Like the whole bad thing. Bad taste. Yeah, the whole thing. His whole life. Oh, is this so, new? Yeah. No, 2006. Huh. Yeah. It's one of those books where it's like no one I knows about, about this. never knew about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is interesting. It's very interesting, man. It's like, I think uh, from what I read, like, I don't know. I like biographies if the person is interesting. And I think Peter Jackson is. It's quite the character. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't think a biography of the person wasn't interesting would be any good. <laughs> You're right. He well, went well, to get his chocolates to the store. And then the biography of the most boring man in the land. Yes. <laughs> and the story begins, I went to the beer shop to ask yep. the beer master. 
but what kind of beer? And he said stout, and I got it. And if but it dude, it's great, great, man. Like you have no idea. Well, you probably do have some ideas, but I'm just saying. Like I didn't know how this is like the movie industry. Um, it's just it's so like dependent on you know just the people, relationships, <clears throat> um, yeah, and, and always these like like. Um, yeah, like these deals, right? Like you have to really know kind of what you want, what you can give, what is what leverage do you have? Like cause I'm not saying it's like some kind of like doggy dog world, but it's definitely There's definitely not a system as in like no. a HR system or anything. It's it's a lot of it's all organic. Those who, it's all organic. Yeah, it's it's very uh, personal experiences yeah. and who you like, who don't like and then it's yeah, very it's emotional you know. through the whole it's thing. Who you yep. know and who you like this but guy. I don't want to portray it in, in a really bad sense. No, like who I'm you not know, saying, but it's more like bad sense. even if the people you like, if you were in that situation, you know, it kind of moves pretty quick, and you just want to trust people you don't trust. And if you have a good experience with someone or someone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you trust has a good experience, you kind of hire them, and it just yeah, you know, that's it's what, a that's big family is. kind of thing. It's weird for you know for for someone maybe like from Europe who's used to more communistic ways and has some system built in kind no, of no how systems. this works. This is, this is really yeah. yep. But it's good. I think this is great, and that's how it works. I, it, what makes it, you know, magical in a way? Yeah, I mean, like it, definitely Hollywood has its problems, but but the thing is, know. Hollywood isn't a thing. That's the thing. Hollywood is just a concept. Yeah, yeah. It's I a mean, construct it's American uh, movie uh, business is right. what people but call Hollywood. It's, it's, it's not what the you know studios of the from twenties to fifties. You no. know, that doesn't exist anymore. That's dead. But, yeah, no, it's gone. Um, but what's interesting is that actually, uh, Peter Jackson, he got his start, um, being funded by the New Zealand Film Commission, which is a government run okay. organization that helps fund, um, you know, young up and coming filmmakers. So yeah. funnily enough, actually Peter Jackson, all those early movies like Bad Taste and, um, uh, Brain Dead and, uh, what else did he make? Meet the Feebles. Yep. Have you ever seen those, by the way? I've only seen Bad Taste. I've seen Bad Taste. I've seen, uh, what was the other one called? The uh, Brain Dead. Brain Dead. Well, first, I think it was first Meet the Field, was then Brain Dead. Brain Dead, and then I've seen the Michael J. Fox one. Yeah. Um, meet so the, fri- the, the Frighteners. The Frighteners. the Frighteners. I've seen the Frighteners. the Frighteners. The Frighteners. Those are the three okay. pre-Lotherings Peter Jackson what do you think of? Um, what do you think of Bad Taste? Bad taste. I've. Uh, it's a. Uh, uh, you kind of have to be a bit drunk to watch that movie. To, to be honest, like, it's a. Uh, it's. I don't know. It's fun. I mean, it's like. I think it was. I think it's fun. I. I don't know. Is it for, as far as movie, like as far as plot? I, I don't even remember what happens. There's some aliens coming or whatever. But Pretty definitely, you, you can enjoy it in a low budget kind of thing. I think there's some bit that kind of drone on it a bit, but definitely the uh, Peter Jackson cameo is the best. Oh yeah. I mean, he plays Derek and he plays someone else. Doesn't he play a doctor? Uh, or wasn't that a no, he plays one? This... Brain Dead, it might have been. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, so what about Brain Dead? What do you think about that? That was just hilarious. That really? was, uh, I haven't seen that yet. It's, 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 like, it's, like, it's like Evil Dead, but like a lot more goo. Like that, that movie is, I think that the thing that I remember the most, besides like having the, uh, the uh, New Zealand Ash, the New Zealand... Uh, What's his face? Uh, the actor. What's his name for Evil Dead? Bruce Campbell. The having oh. the New Zealand Bruce Campbell definitely. He's got the chin and the and the acting uh. chops. 
But the most thing, the most memorable—not memorable—but the thing that I always remember is just there's so much like goop in that movie, like more than anything, more than Cronenberg's, more than anything. There's just so much like goo and disgusting. They liquids. actually talked about in the book how just so much liquid. All most of the people remember from the set just buckets and buckets of buckets, man. It just blood. never ends. There's just mud and blood and goop and everything, just liquids everywhere. Hmm. But it's fun. Like, it's a fun, like a yeah, Sam Raimi I, I style. Think, yeah, definitely. Okay. Definitely like okay. that. It's, 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 well, I would, I mean, like, I would watch it again. Okay. Have you seen story. Heavenly Creatures? No. What yeah. is that? Lesbian movie? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. What it is. No, it's not. It's about these, um, two, uh, it's actually very tragic. Two, um, girls, uh, teenagers who, oh, I always thought it was a, like, who like murder sexual one nature. of their, one of their, uh, some reason it's very bad very tragic yeah it was from okay. the 50s it was a it was a well-known um uh event the tragic event in the history of new zealand huh yeah so it's a drama okay the poster always just thought it was like some romantic forbidden love in the man 50s. I, i'm totally like i think phil will probably want to talk about this whole book i'm just hijacking the whole it's thing. fun it does also make it great because it's like it's like the podcast phil's not in and you would expect we'll talk about music or some crap and we're and just we talking are, about movies. Over the movies when it was like it was like like a year ago so it's like i can't do the podcast anymore. we just talk about movies i want to talk about something else and now we have the chance it's it's phil's gone the it's parents great. are gone it's and great. we're just talking about peter jackson and movies like, the one thing like phil would talk about <laughs> the one thing and here we are the the masters I yeah. can't really. I can't, of course, go into the entire book or explain the entire book, you know, for our listeners. But, but you're I definitely just, selling I, it I, for me, though. Oh yeah, I'm good, really good. Yes, uh, yes. There's actually, it's very. I have to say, like, I was honestly, it's a page turner. Like, yeah. you really just want to learn more about this stuff because it's so open. It's so like, there's no like, this is not no zero fluff. This is pure. Oh, this is pure. Well, there's like, no just, promotion. These are the facts. I guess. No, there's no, they're not trying to sell. No tie-in. This is just a pure biography. And it's just very straightforward. It's very Peter Jackson style in the sense that it's just giving you the facts. It's just giving you what they did. And what's great about the book as well is that throughout the entire book, you have these big paragraph long Peter Jackson quotes, which he gave during the writing of the book, specifically for the book. Mm -hmm. So you have the writer describing things, plus interviews with other people. And then you have the um, paragraphs with with Peter explaining what was going on during that time. So I can't really describe the entire book, but there's some really interesting highlights. Like I mentioned, those were his movies um, that he was making before, obviously, he got to the big stuff, right? Yeah. But the funny thing is that, you know, we always think in our in our minds, like, you know, he got to the big stuff, like, you know, like it was just, you know, it's funny because it's, it's again, it's one of those, you know, series of fortunate events. Yeah. It's not so much a thing where... You know, he did the right thing and he made the right movies. Just like one like, thing he, he did. He was never interested like... in even like doing necessarily big films. He's very clear in the book that all he wants to do is make movies in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And he wants to just make them how he wants to make them. Yeah. And that's all he was interested in ever. And so these opportunities that came in were a, a byproduct of him just pursuing his interests. Yeah. And but what was crazy, I love was the beginning of when he actually before he before Bad Taste ever got any you know acclaim. Yeah, he actually wrote. How old was he when he, when he made oh, that? I think he was like um, mid, I think mid twenties, something like that. Mid twenties, okay. And actually, what's interesting is like um, like you think that Peter Jackson had everything down, but 
he said himself in the book that his first job interview in his early 20s, he mm-hmm. actually took his dad to the interview with him. Oh, that's so cute. So I'm just saying that's like, so you know, sweet. that's some encouragement, you know, for us. Like if you think that, Aww. you know, you're like, I'm just saying Peter Jackson, you know, took his dad to the, not, not, not <laughs> once, but twice for another job as well. He took uh, his dad. That's so amazing. I'm just saying like, you know, that's pretty cool that he mentioned that. Yeah. yeah and, yeah. um, but anyway, he, he, Bad Taste was conceived. He wanted to do a 10 minute short film that he could, he got a, finally got a 16 mil camera, which is mm-hmm. super expensive. And the film, he said the film was, he couldn't believe how expensive the film was to buy. You Even know, the, to role, develop, the roles. Probably. Yeah, and plus developing, yeah. And so he wanted to make a short 10 minute film that he could then enter in film contests. Yeah. They started shooting this, and then he realized that he was just coming up with ideas and <laughs> ideas more more and stuff. ideas. So every, they would shoot on weekends because he worked at this photo processing company. Okay. And he would work on the weekends and just keep developing and keep changing it. And so basically that went on for years. It ended up being four years. <laughs> four, of, okay. Four years of them just material. adding on, adding on stuff. And what was interesting was that after they were doing all that stuff, they realized that they couldn't finish the film without some true funding that wasn't mm-hmm. just Peter's out-of-pocket savings money from his What, work. did he need, like, some special scenes or what? Oh, uh, yeah, they needed, like, the final film needed to have effect shots and explosions and mm-hmm. stuff that you need, you know, thousands of dollars to yep. fund. And so, yeah, so he wrote to the Film Commission, the New Zealand Film Commission, and what's amazing is that, like, it was actually a series of letters of Peter writing to the head of, of the Film Commission at the time was this guy called Jim Booth, and he was trying to sell him, like, you know, on, like, we're, you know, we're determined, <laughs> we can do this. And it's just so interesting because, like, that's all he could do at the time. And that's, that's all anyone could do is you just write to these guys hoping that they would be able to help you. Yeah. And it's just interesting because you can go through the entire correspondence and it takes a long time for them to go back and forth. And what actually ended up happening was that he, uh, the correspondence didn't get the film noticed. But what happened was that actually someone who worked at the film commission was like, hey, you know, like, I heard you're doing movies. Mm-hmm. Why don't you show me what you have? And so that's what, how, that's how they started going, oh, wow, like, this is, you're serious about this whole movie you're making on your own. And again, so that, that's how that opened up the door for the film commission to go, oh, like, you know, now we'll consider it. You know, not through yeah. the letters, but through Just watching. Just the what it is, so, yeah, yeah. Watching. A picture is worth a thousand words. Yes. And so that, that's pretty much how that started. And, and ever since then, then he was like starting to be involved in getting money from the film commission. And, you know, you know, and that rolled onwards to him having more opportunities to be funded and blah, blah, blah. And, of course, with the success, success of Bad Taste, then he got to do more things. Yeah. But it's interesting that actually a lot of those early films were all... Not like 100%, but they were still involved with the film commission. It wasn't like Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, I think all the movies from anywhere that's besides America I pre- usually are like 30, 30 40% funded yeah. by government. Yeah. Anywhere, really. I mean, there's just not that big of an industry to do any of that. And usually yeah. it's like 30% is just like off, you know, like just normal like brands or whatever, kind of, you know, th- yep. third party. You know, much of his government, and then maybe some studio money there, yeah. but doesn't have like Hollywood that big power. So I don't, I don't want to get into too many of the details because I don't want to mess up the fact. Because you know, there's a lot of like pieces involved in the story, and it's, I don't want to like 
say stuff they're not sure about, like with the studios and what happened and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. it definitely gets super interesting once they once they end up wanting to do Lord of the Rings because actually before that they wanted to do King Kong. I don't know if you knew. <laughs> We're back to King. Back, back, back to that monstrosity. No, but seriously, like in the late '90s, they wanted to do Universal. Wanted them, offered them King Kong, and T. Rex like, "Yep, oh King really? Kong. Yeah, yeah. They were going to do King Kong. It was going to be a Hollywood, you know, sort of like um, oh, wow. action adventure, mm-hmm. very head-on, you know, Wasn't com- mummy, comedy like, Indiana Jones style. Pretty bad. Pretty pretty good then. Like what was Mummy? No, Mummy was later. Mummy was '99. Oh, okay. This was earlier. This was earlier. But they wanted to do like, you know, Indiana Jones style. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, Universal was like, no, we can't because Godzilla is coming out. You know, the American <gasps> one, 98. Oh. And not only that, but also I think with Mighty Joe Young and other, other <laughs> movies. Like, you know, was, other. Yeah. Yeah. Mighty. Oh, man. I remember commercials for that thing. And so basically that was scrapped. I mean, I'm really paraphrasing this to death. Like, this is That's okay. a lot of stuff. This in is here. the quick version, the non facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you emotions. go. Non-fact But I want, I want to get to the good stuff. And then my favorite part in the book it has to be, I think, probably everyone's favorite book. If, if part, if you read the book, is that what happened was that after all that stuff, they wanted to make, um, like Peter Jackson and Fran Walsh, his partner, they mm-hmm. write together, right? And they're yes. they're very much. People think it's only Peter Jackson, but it's Fran and Peter. They pretty much have always been co-writers and they actually come yeah. up with all the stories themselves and she's hidden behind the shadows hidden. but, but and there's a, that was interesting phil told me there's actually true there's a lot of pictures of her in the book if you want to know oh, what really? she looks like yeah because usually in the making of she's never anywhere no no, no she's like darkness and uh, the best part of the book was they uh oh yes so you know who wanted to make the little rings to begin with who picked it up what miramax. director producer oh miramax, miramax. so harvey weinstein <laughs> Do you know him? Yeah, the I know from Kevin Smith. Yes, Both. exactly. Harry Weinstein picked up Clerks because he yes, liked yes, it. Yes, yes. Or no, they yeah, forced no, like, him to like it, night. didn't they? Yeah. Oh, it's it's a whole story. Yeah, of, it's like, a whole story. Politics involved, and you know, now even Kevin Smith. Doubts but I remember, this. I remember though in the documentary that that Harvey Weinstein wasn't interested, and he left. Remember in like the first yeah, 15 so the, minutes, the screening, they, they everyone to get said, him "Come back, come back," and they made him sit through the whole thing. Yes. And then he was like, okay, fine. Yeah. Anyway, Harvey Weinstein, he wanted to help because he knew Peter through various ways. Again, read the book. Uh, he, they picked up Lord of the Rings. And uh, a lot of stuff happened. Essentially, Peter and Fran, they wanted to do at the least two films. Mm-hmm. So one and two, right? So you squish it to two pictures. Yeah. And they really wanted to do it. And they said, we can't do any less than two. It has to be two. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there were problems, budgets, the budget was too low that they were offering. It was beginning it was beginning to be impossible to make this these two movies for it was seventy five million dollars for two movies, which is mm. that's, really that's low. Quite, quite a little yeah. That's, that's impossible for, this kind for of two thing. films. And through a series of events, essentially what happened was Miramax put a ton of pressure on Peter and there was a meeting where they said, we're going to have to do one movie. Oh. No two. One. And they're like, oh, crap. And um, essentially, they were pushing. They said, that's it. That's it. We're only doing one movie. He said, you have to shorten it. Make everything <laughs> shortened. Down. And they hired a guy to go and edit their script 
to be okay. Okay. one film. And it's just insane. But it's interesting because Pe- Peter said like that the person who did this rewrite of the script to condense it is he did a, a very professional treatment of this, you know, given that if you were to make one movie, like he wasn't... It, w- it wasn't that bad. No, no, no. Like in, it, it, it was sense. bad. It was bad in the sense that it, you can't do that to Tolkien's okay, okay. work. Yeah, but yeah. if it was something else, like he did a great job condensing everything. Like he did a very yeah. proper uh, treatment of that. And uh, basically, it was insane. Like, the shortened version is like, <laughs> there's supposed to be, like, narration, you know, like, no no Minds of Moria. So then uh, Bilbo is narrating, in, or Frodo in old oh. age, I can't remember. He's narrating, saying, we went through Moria and lost Gandalf. Oh, just like... And then... <laughs> <laughs> just, like, skipping... Just that's, like, yeah. that's Moria. Gone. And you know, like that, like that kind of stuff. <laughs> just, just, like, next scene, where's, where's just Gandalf? Just skipping. Uh, and then, and then, then they're, they're combining characters, like... Theoden would be both, like, Theoden and Denethor. And, oh, okay. And then he said, combine Rohan with Gondor. One place. Just, yeah, like, one place. Like, that kind of stuff. I mean, to be, to make, you know, to to to, to play the devil's advocate, that stuff kind of makes sense, you know, honestly. That's, that's like, what I'm saying. That's what Peter yeah. was saying. Like, it makes sense if you were to do that. That guy who wrote that did a great job of, yeah, yeah like, that's what you would do. Like, if you want to make one movie, that's the only possible way to, to solve that. But they weren't interested in making this yeah. crazy. And the funny thing was that guy, who, I think, who wrote that version said, like, you know, if we make this film, essentially it has to succeed. Because if it doesn't, what will happen is this. If it succeeds, casual moviegoers will like it. Yeah. The book fans might we'll hate, hate it. it. If it fails, yeah. both the casual fans yeah. and the book fans will absolutely hate it. But so now it was, that we have the Peter Jackson, like, sort of very authentic and you know true to the book ver- version i'm actually really curious to see like what kind of crazy like metal one movie version of lord of the rings would be where you just like co- well, I think, cut combine I, I think it'll and... be maybe really disappointing because i think it, it would be forgotten really quick and it would just be pointless like why well, no, i mean i don't mean i don't now like after this already the peter jackson version exists somebody makes a version like that now oh you mean now yeah, just like yeah, sure. Like why not? I would be up for that. It. Why not? Like that do a crazy, be, that like really interesting Bakshi version. Yeah, just again. completely go crazy. Like add like a different kind of uh, visual and you know like. A well, yeah, because remember, it. didn't you want the crazy Hobbit psychedelic Hobbit stuff? Yes, yes, remember, yes, yes. yeah. Just like something totally crazy. <laughs> that would be that would be pretty interesting. Just like combine everything. But it'd be weird. I don't think you could. I don't know. Like I think the why not? Work, I mean, we already work, have a pretty good version. You know? Yeah, I'm not against it. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know if you could really make it. Like, would it fit the world? I don't know. Well, it wouldn't fit the world that we know, but it would be a different kind of, you know, oh. just based on based yeah. on the source material. Just like completely go crazy with it. That could be pretty cool. So anyway, um, I this is a super summary, by the way. And Peter and Fran, they realized, and their producer, they realized that that they can't, they can't do this, like. This is impossible. Mm-hmm. And not only impossible, they don't want to do this because this is not what they set out to do. Make one movie. And so Harvey Weinstein, this is like a famous, this is a famous thing that happened. Harvey Weinstein said, okay. He said, we've already put $15 million into this film. I think it was $20 million into this movie okay. for, for pre-production, you know, mm-hmm. developing the stuff. And he said, uh, that's our money we put into the movie. <laughs> and he said, if you want to make this with another studio, you can. Um, but you have four weeks to find another studio 
And hmm. second, the studio has to pay us, has to give us a check of $20 million by the end of those four weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I remember. I mean, that's, that's insane. So four weeks. Because typically, typically these kind of deals uh, where the studio can let go of a project and, and kind of like sell it to a different yeah. studio, typically they say it's like, you know, three, six months, you know, like long process yeah, for you to find long... someone. And so, yeah, that, that was the crazy thing. They had to go, um, Peter and his crew, they all had to go to L.A. to and pitch to pit, yeah, and beg and pitch this. But what's crazy is um, they made a pitch video, mm-hmm. which is 36 minutes long. And in this video, they essentially edited it to be like a making of, sort of like, because they already had oh, a bunch really? of stuff. Yeah, a bunch of oh. stuff. They had worked on the movie. They had sets. They had costumes. They had props. They had miniatures. They had maquettes. They had storyboards. They had, you know, visuals. Yeah. Um, and so essentially they kind of like pretended to be in development. And they did interviews of them explaining what the story is going to be, what it's like, you know, a whole pitch. Yeah, and the whole thing. But what's crazy is this is unavailable. No one oh. has ever seen this. Yeah, yeah, sad. Like, yeah, you'd think, you think it'd be see. in some of the new uh, DVDs, but no. I would love to see that pitch because it sounds interesting. Because he said they were talking about, and Peter was specifically saying how they were, you know, depressed because, I mean, like, this is a, a nearly impossible task to yeah. go and find a new funder and uh, find a financier. Um, thunder, thunder. And so they were basically pretending to like be happy and like this is a great project. We're you know we're really excited. So Peter Jackson like, that's, that's the best acting. Uh, he said that's my best acting <laughs> I've done in my whole life is that pitch video. Well, I don't know the guy that comes out of the basket with the uh, pipe is uh, it's pretty good <laughs> from the Hobbit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ba- uh, his basket, basket man, basket man. That's his name. And they went to L.A. Um, and they went to. Um, pitch the the this video and it's one, on a VHS by the way this pitch video they had one copy and they went out, they went out to LA and guess what Peter said that he was so like distraught and disappointed because he was expecting a whole busy week in LA of just meeting after meeting mm-hmm. but what happened was they actually um sent this video or, or not the video or just or just writing i think it was the video too mm-hmm. uh to all kinds of studios yeah. All these studios rejected them, like not even wanting a meeting. Oh, isn't that crazy? Like, isn't that crazy that back then, Lord of the Rings, which hasn't been made in like decades since the Bakshi version, and they're flat out just rejecting any meetings for. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I mean, but the, I mean, it's you know, it's they didn't see the movie. We did, you know. Yeah, but they saw the pitch. They saw like, okay, like this is going to be. I know this is the flavor. Like, uh, I don't know, but if it's just making off, it's like. I guess you would have to be really a really keen eye to notice that you know in that movie what's important is that they care about the movie and they care about the source material because otherwise it would be just like ah oh, not a bunch of you know yeah crazy By the way, am, I, am I spoiling this whole book for you? you might not have to read it now oh <laughs> uh, no I think I think I mean I because there's the, details this, in here there's a bunch there's of details stuff. like this is just the highlights these, these are the big uh, punchlines yeah, I, I remember some of these stories from Phil and from yeah and, and they're, they're, they're already and known stuff. stories it's not like these are not like yeah. secrets and basically what happened was they had two they only had two meetings in LA with two studios the first studio was called Polygram which is like a I don't know who they I are. don't know that one 
And they said they can't do it because they're being sold. So that's off the table. <laughs> We have no money. <laughs> What <laughs> do you want they, from they, us? They had money, but they said that they can't do any deals okay. until they're sold. And finally, it came down to, um, to New Line Cinema. Oh, yeah, it was and, New Line. I was yeah, thinking New the entire time, like, who picked it up in the yep, end? Yep, New Line, uh, they were... They were But back in that time, they were big on uh, horror franchises like Freddy Krueger mm -hmm. and things like that. Jason, um, what's his name? Jason. Jason the slasher War? Jason. <laughs> yeah, War? Jason Voorhees. I don't know. War. Something like that. Warhol. Warhol. And those were their big franchises, their tentpole films. And yeah. they, were, they were losing, they weren't making that much money off those movies. Didn't they do uh, Scream as well? Mm, I don't know. I wouldn't I think so. go that far to say if they did Scream. Maybe. And uh, they said, you know what we need? Like the two heads of New Line was Michael Lynn and Bob Shea. I think that's correct. They were thinking, you know what we need? We need a new, we need some new franchise that will reinvigorate our studio and it will bring us some, you know, bigger money because these Temple movies are not working for us and, you know, we're not in the best financial situation. Yeah. That was the whole see again like see the stars aligning like that was the whole yeah. situation with them and uh the meeting the meeting happened they showed the tape to i think it was bob shea i think it was mm -hmm. who was the head of new line they showed him the tape and this is funny because in the book they have everybody's perspective of the meeting is different like everyone's, yeah, everyone's got their own <laughs> everyone's got their own version, version. But the kind of agreed-upon version is that he watched the tape and he was silent for like mm -hmm. a while. And Peter was like, oh, no, this is done. He fell asleep. And he goes, and Bob Shea goes, um, you guys want to make two movies? He said, why don't you make three movies? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, and Peter Jackson absolutely couldn't believe like he heard the words because he was expecting him to go, oh, and we're back to the first one we're back, movie. Back to the one. <laughs> And so, the, but the funny thing is that people's recollection was a little wrong in the book. They said that some people said that he said, there are three books, so make three movies. Oh, okay. Yeah. But actually, he himself said that he never said that. Mm -hmm. He was just interested in three movies because he wanted a trilogy. He wanted yeah. a new franchise. Probably didn't even know there's three books. Maybe. It's possible. And yeah, that was pretty much it. So he, like, basically, that's the famous, like, one of the biggest risks ever, ever in Hollywood hmm. because he... He did something that was never done, which I didn't know, which was Greenlight, not yet Greenlight, but he approved a project that would be three movies shot back to back, yeah. fully funded in advance, which, you know, in the past, Crazy. there have only been like movies like Back to the Future that was back to back, you know, two and three. Well, it was two movies together, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think that was the most that had been done. And so, yeah. And so that that's like the famous meeting at the end of that. And, yep, that's pretty much where it all began with that, you know, that whole project. And so, yeah, it was, it was very interesting because if you look at the production, what's crazy is people have this. In, we, I think we all have this in our head that we think the Lord of the Rings production is an, is an amazing, like, quote-unquote Hollywood-funded production where everything works and everything was great and facilities huh. were amazing. but. That's I don't know because totally, no, that's not true. That's not true at all. Yeah, I mean, I remember because in the in the, in the documentaries, it was always always saying like this is the biggest low budget yes. movie ever. Yes. It was just like a lot of heart put into that work. Yes, and there was all like it was all just you know run by people being really determined 
and um, facilities were all you know makeshift, and there was always low money to spend on, yeah, you know, a, like stuff that you get on normal Hollywood sets, and I, yeah, it's it's just really cool because um, it makes it makes the whole I think the movie you see it in a new light because when I watched the making, I was when I was younger. I just always believed there was like everything was perfect and it was yeah. like an amazing, you know, journey where you everything, the fluff everything worked, you. but no, not the case. And then my last story is how they got Aragorn. This is another famous okay, yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the classic. The classic Aragorn case. They hired an actor called Stuart Townsend, who was uh, I, I just English. know it from the Queen of the Damned of Empire movie. I don't know, you know. I just, I just know, know him from there because he's like super creepy. I know him from The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, really? It's a great film. I, said, I don't think I ever survived through that. Yes. Movie. Well, he's in that. <laughs> they hired him to be Aragorn. And the short version of the story is that really quickly they realized that they cast the wrong guy because he's um, too young for <laughs> the role of Aragorn. But they had already started shooting. Which means money's being spent, which means they can't shoot Aragorn shots, <laughs> which is like when you read this in the context, you can't believe like the situations that there's a lot of pressure pop up. There's <sighs> a lot of pressure, and basically they had to look for a new actor, and they stumbled upon Viggo Mortensen, Viggo. and they were like, I think Fran was like, well, why don't you take a look at this guy? You know, he seems interesting, and. Long story short, they kind of contacted him. He was starting to talk about it, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, he was um, on the phone with Peter. Vigo was on the phone finally with Peter. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, you know, asking a question. And <laughs> Peter, Peter would explain stuff. And then Peter said, and it was followed by these long, awkward pauses. So he would, <laughs> he would answer thinking. the question, yeah. and it would be just like 30 seconds and nothing. And then Vigo would come back. And be like, with another question. And that's how it went for like a couple of questions. By the end, um, Peter said that he, he finished his answering the questions and then Vigo's like, well, I guess I'll see you Thursday. And that was it. <laughs> and he hung up the phone. He's like, he couldn't believe it. They had a new Aragorn. But wasn't it, wasn't it that... Uh, and then the lawyers Vigo in the background were, no shuffling, were shuffling in 24 hours to finish his deals. You know, to get yeah. Aragorn on board, and he was flown over immediately the next day to New Zealand. This was in the uh, classic behind the scenes as well. Mm-hmm, it wasn't mm-hmm. it the story that um, Vigo wasn't even quite familiar with the Lord of the Rings and yes, wasn't aware yes. what it's about, and he just told his son, "Oh, there's this, this movie, New Zealand crazy people. They want to make uh, some Lord of the Rings on a play yes. Aragorn person." And his kid apparently was a huge fan of Lord of the Rings, and he just freaked out. He's like. He basically convinced his dad to do it just because for you know how much he loved it. Like you have to do it, dad. Yeah, because uh, he didn't know because okay. uh, Vigo's description was even worse. It was like something like some guy, like some, oh, some, guy, king, some Strider. king called Strider or something. <laughs> <laughs> some weird project. But my favorite bit was I listened to a, a podcast Vigo was on like last year, and. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually, the story was even more fleshed out on that podcast, and he explained oh, okay. how... okay, just, just juicy details? Yeah, he, he called, he called, he got this call, right, from, I don't know if it was Peter or Fran or whoever else. I think it was Peter. Yeah. And 
he was planning. So Vigo was like, I don't know, he moved to some other state or something, and his kid was going to start school in the fall. And he was ready to just kind of go back to normal life, you know. And <laughs> and Peter was like explaining to him how long he would be yeah. there. And I think it was something crazy, like he misunderstood where Peter said something like 18 and Vigo was like, oh, okay, 18 weeks, perfect. That's just like, you know, Christmas oh. and Christmas and, you know, a little bit of January here and I'm back home. And he's like, no, 18 months is the, is the principal <laughs> photography. Schedule. Yeah. Then he was like completely floored. But, yeah. Anyway, that was the, the Lord of the Rings stuff. Actually, there's not a ton of Lord of the Rings, like, production stuff in the book. But um, mm-hmm. you definitely get but that's a flavor. The fluff. Yeah, I mean, it's not really fluff, but you get like a flavor. No, I mean, like, of... you, you, oh, sorry, I wanted to say is that you can get that in the fluff. Uh, yeah. 12 hour behind the scenes. Yeah. But there's definitely, there's definitely stuff. It's, I like it because it's mostly about the, how the movies got made and the inner workings of how that ended up happening. So right now I'm, I'm almost done with the book. I think I have like 50 pages left. And now he's doing King Kong. Oh, the oh. most hated film. Ego project. Oh, no, by the way, the most hated film. <clears throat> so Philip oh, is doing just... a, a a presentation in Czechia. We should call right? him. And he's doing the presentation, which is remember <laughs> King Kong and why Tim is wrong, which exactly. is tomorrow. I think tomorrow at like nine, wasn't it? Yeah. Anyway, I, compl- I completely hijacked this whole book thing. That's okay. Like I had nothing prepared. I was just praying you have something prepared because I was. I have I feel nothing kind of to bad talk about. Like Phil's gonna be like, "What?" No, it's okay. He the can book. talk about it later. I mean, I got I get nothing. I I, I have a dead toenail, which I'm <laughs> thinking if I'm gonna pull it out or not because I ran too much. And uh, I don't know. Maybe tomorrow I find out if I have a new job. You know, really? nothing exciting. Yeah, it's just, I don't I don't want to talk about it yet. I'll talk no, about it tomorrow. Don't talk about it. But that's interesting. I didn't know. But um, uh, pfft, that's it. Honestly, like, I have just <laughs> so many family jobs. I have so many family over, and I'm just completely confused. I have no what day it is. It just I'm lost. Let's call Phil though. Is he sleeping already? Yeah, we should we should call him. I want to see what he. I want to see. Let's see if audio. No, no I'll call him. You call him? Okay, mm-hmm. you call. Him. Or do you want to call him? I'll, I'll call. Doesn't matter. You can call him. Okay, ready? Maybe he'll. Yeah, he probably pick up you instead of me. Better. <laughs> I don't think it'd be any difference. I don't know. This time audio. <laughs> Put on a speaker. Speaker. <laughs> In his hotel room, watching pay-per-view television. No, he's pooping now. Or he's, he's sleeping. Pooping. I think he's pooping. Or he's look. He's looking at the screen. Oh. Oh, no, it's the end, right? Unavailable. No, he's pooping. Or, or he's, he's looking sleeping. at the screen and going, no, 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 I'm pitching. My friends. He probably got word that we're talking about a Peter Jackson book. No, he's, he's, he's like, mad. He's sad. He's, he's just he's stupid. Stupid people. Uh, it's okay. Phil can, Phil, can, Phil can fill in the, the gaps. The beats. Yeah, he'll, he'll talk about it. But anyway, what's, what's crazy about the book is that you can't find it anywhere. <laughs> Where did you get it? On the internet, from a used, like a used book site. Ah, huh. isn't that weird? Like you can't, yeah. like it's literally, like you can't reveal the secrets. Oh, but you can get a digital. digital I know, version. but I, I don't enjoy reading. Digital. Yeah, me either. I don't like it. 
It's it's Pupukeka. I'll read an article, but uh, yeah, but book. I try. I, I read a couple books on my phone and on the phone. That's yeah. Like, I mean, looking back, it's it's messy. It's just like yeah. I I like reading books to see how much I've gone through. I think that's a good motivator for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just looking at the, you know, how much you've gone through. And if uh, I go did you halfway, ever, did you finish that habit one? Uh, no, no, that's my problem. Was it? It there's two parts of that book. One is scientific, and very like experiments and sort of like showing you how human brain works and how habit works. I love those parts of the book. Mm-hmm. The other one is like motivational and it's using examples of great businessmen and people organized. Oh. And it just pisses me off. I like can't Steve Jobs. I even Steve just like random ass <laughs> VP from whatever General Motors and he got up every day and then he walked around for a mile and this is what makes him a great you know what's funny, like, man? I don't care. You know I don't funny? care. Speaking of this, yeah. I have an interesting... Com- are you done, by the way, or do you want to keep going? Yeah, I'm just saying, like, it's, it's a great book. I just, maybe if I could figure out, if I could skip all those bits, I'll maybe finish this book by the end. Because, you know, there's some really great facts and really insight about really human great. nature. Really great. But yes, the yes. motivational stuff is just driving me nuts. I can't, I can't deal with it. Yeah, I mean, the motivational stuff, I think, that's a very tricky area. You have to be very thoughtful when you're writing that stuff. You have to be very careful not to... But I think it's very inspirational for people who are like career driven in mm. classical sense of career, you know, like progression and everything. Yeah. I don't think of it that way. I just want to develop my skills and, you know, be better at my work and not like strictly career of like, you know, the classic kind of sense. Yeah. Of of this way book portrays it in a way. I don't know. I just it's that, you know Yeah, like what I want to corporate say was, climbing kind of Yes. Ugh. ugh. I wanted to say what's strange to me is that I think there is um there's this weird fine line between um writing like you know those you know those authors who are I don't want to I don't want to pigeonhole them and say that they're like well they are kind of motivational authors mm-hmm. who write books that are sort of designed to give that, you like quote unquote tools yeah. to like improve your life or you know you know like the your life social life and, or your, your yeah the better become a better person become you know, a no no i think i'm a better not a better, never better person. Just successful person yeah successful and like to master these tools to yeah. be productive and all these different things that's just i can't handle what's that. weird to me is that yeah i i have to agree like i have to honestly say like from what i've read a little bit like i've not read books like that but i've read like you know articles and stuff like that yeah. from from people who are well known to be like really good at you know, disseminating this information. But what's weird to me is that I feel like a lot of those people, I'm not trying to like put them down or say they're doing a bad job or anything. Some people actually do benefit from Yeah, some people get motivated by stuff this like stuff. that. For sure. But let's say someone like me is like, I always feel like those kinds of, that kind of writing, those kinds of books, they really lose focus really quick because it's just like a bunch of these random tools that you it's really dependent on you you using them if you yeah. don't use them i mean it's kind of useless to read about that because it's not like embedding your yeah you, you don't know, like worldview or your soul or something like that it's just sort of like factual like you said get up in the morning you know routine do this master routine you know or master you know what i'm talking about like yeah yeah and it also it's very like always there's like some kind of 
I guess not not propaganda, but like there's always like a behind thought, like an end goal to this, and it and everything is just concentrating to one, as opposed to something like when you read a biography or something like that, usually which is nice, you know, if it's not too you know trying to put that person in a good light, which is like very neutral. You have all the bad parts that of of that person's life and all the good parts, you know, what they're what they're best at. And I like those because then you can read someone's experience and then you can learn from their mistakes or you oh, can take away. Calling. Phil's calling. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait. Hello. Ah, Phil Mal. Phil Mal. yes, yes. Are you Check. here? Are you in Are you the a, lands? Are you in the I land am, of lies? The fake Prague. Far, far away. Wait, Tim can't hear you. Poor oh yeah, no, I can hear Phil, but no, Phil, but Phil can't, can't hear, me. hear Tim. Ah, oh, I didn't I think this through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is terrible. This is my plan this is, has failed. This plan has failed. I, I don't know. I don't even know how Phil, to fix it. Tim is is a, a phantom for you, but not for me. I can hear you and Tim. I can hear the other in tell between. Me, tell me what you want to tell Phil. <laughs> uh, tell Phil me? to uh, go suck it. Tim says <laughs> go suck it. But listen, Philip, how are you doing? What's up? Phil. We lost well, him. Well, I'm, I'm in, uh, I'm in Clébon, which is a French... No, it's not. It's, it's, in, it's in the Czech Republic or Czechia, as you would say. I really can't much because I actually was helping my friend Amanda um, work out a pitch and she had to get one uh, done for wait I'll call you back your connection's bad (laughs) hang up and never call him again (laughs) wait wait (laughs) we are the worst podcast hosts here we go (laughs) I'll call him on his other phone Okay. You guys okay? Sorry, your connection was bad. I fixed it now. All right, cool. Uh, well, you know, that's just what happens when you're so far away. So, um, you're on the podcast, by the way. Awesome. I'm glad I'm on the podcast. I've cool. never missed a podcast. I've always been there. My presence has always been there. You? No, there um, was one. There was one he wasn't on. There was one where you weren't on it. Really? Which, Tim? Oh, yeah, me and you. Yeah, but I was still there. I still said something in the distance. Oh, you're right. Yeah, so I was never really away. So, Philip, we hijacked the entire episode. Awesome. Do yep. it, please. We hijacked the episode and, you know, <laughs> we, we picked topics that are, you know, definitely we specialize in. Uh-huh. Music, uh-huh. like, you know, like, you know, you know stuff like, you know, music. Lord of the Rings and, you know, uh-huh. mm-hmm, you know Peter Movies Jackson business. book. Okay, good. Uh, we don't have to talk about it then. Good, because we covered the whole thing. Did you? Yep. Well done. Well thanks. Done. Just thanks. remember that whatever you said, I probably think the same, and I read it before you have. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like a celebrity now. I'm just talking through this this phone, right? Yep. Yep. That's good. Yep. I'm so important that you guys have to get me on a phone. Of course, Phil. This is the whole point of the podcast. Yeah. So, how are you enjoying yourself? It, give us some, give like us a flavor. Give us a flavor. What's going on? Well, I'm. Back in my hotel room, uh, this day has been one where, um, where we're, I'm in this festival called the um, Annie Film Festival. And it's also uh, combined with another festival called the um, Vis- Visegrad Animation Forum. And I'm in Visegrad right now, which is in Trebon. 
And um, you guys listen to me? Oh yes, yes we are. Oh good, I thought we disconnected. No, um, no, it's not very reliable here. I'm and uh, I was chosen by my friend Amanda, who is uh, from England, and she is really prominent and uh, very, uh, very good at actually pitching and creating shows and writes a lot, right? And um, she needs to pitch this uh, this show of hers that I actually helped collaborate with and I made some animatics for. Um, but her pitch has to be 10 minutes long. And she's doing that tomorrow at 9.30 in front of um, producers and a couple of um, production house executives. And we were practicing. I was actually helping her for the past like hour and a half um condense down her pitch to fit five minutes and actually get the gist of the story nice into it i keep saying five minutes it's actually 10 minutes i keep forgetting but um yeah but she but she's trying to keep that extra four minutes of room for for an animatic because she actually went uh, to test that pitch today in front of two mentor people one of them actually was uh, helped get um, Peppa Pig out in, um, you know, out in prominence. What's, what's that? That's a cartoon on Netflix. Peppa Pig? Okay, Come Tim on. informed Tim me knows. that it's a cartoon on Netflix. Tim knows, right? Yes, he informed me. Yeah. My correspondent. And so, I met, so I met her, and she's a really nice lady. Her name is Joan, and um, she's, a, she's around like maybe 70 or something. She said some very encouraging words to me and to everybody, and she's like, That's you know, awesome. even, if, even if like I was like talking about like, Oh man! If only that night movie could work. And she's like, you know, you just gotta do it. You know, you just gotta, you just gotta get people around you to help. And you know, they're probably not used to it because it's, you know, it's different so and stuff. But just keep doing it. So I'm like, that's yeah, awesome. you're right, lady. So that's really nice. That's really cool, um, man. But anyway, she was one of the people who was listening to her Amanda's pitch and said that she never, she hasn't actually seen that thing before. Uh, her pitch is "Dressers in the Sky." It's a like um, kind of Simpsons like comedy where it's uh, dinosaurs that die and get to heaven and then uh, God actually sends them down to become guardian angels in the present. What is this heresy? Um, and hijinks ensues. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, the pitch that she started to show Joan and uh, her other friend at the um, animation forum, because uh, this was just like a test run, didn't work out very well. Uh, it really didn't work very well because she put these two big uh, animatics that don't have much context. And so we, we were like, okay, whatever. We were a little discouraged. And I helped her sort of like just squeeze it back into just getting the gist of, of the whole story together. But well, yeah, it's been fun. That's what I've been helping her with. And we went to a tavern. Did you see that? Um, just a second. Let me call Tim again. I lost the internet. Yes, I saw the I pictures. Think- I saw yeah, the pics. Man. That only costs sixteen euros for both of us, plus drinks. It seems like the the it seems like Czechia is um pretty pretty decent when it comes to prices. Absolutely, weird. I, I was never expecting that because we got so many ribs, even though most of it was fat. But <laughs> well, um, fatty ribs. Yes, but there was so many like different. Uh, there was honey mustard and regular mustard and. Um, horseradish and Worcestershire sauce, and then there were onions, and then there were um, well, other things. It was very, very delicious. And the and, and you know the the inside of that tavern was so medieval. 
and someone actually said I posted on Twitter and someone's like imagine playing D&D there and I was like yes that's like the perfect place that you couldn't find a better set area that looks like a fantasy tavern than that huh that sounds, close in Trebon. that sounds actually pretty nice I mean it looks really nice the, the town yeah that's cool, Some man. Guy. Well, uh, thank you and, for uh, stopping by in the podcast. Sure, guys. No problem. Um, and, uh, I just want to say that um, there's another thing that um, I should be doing, and now I'm going to go and find some Matrix research. Ah, uh, yes. We must finish the Matrix. Yeah. And tomorrow and the day after tomorrow, it's pretty much me alone because Amanda's going to Germany for another film festival, and I'm just going to be stuck here. Okay, we can do a new podcast. <laughs> oh, I went to a coffee shop and they started closing at 10, like in 10 minutes when I got there. So that was awkward. And so you just stayed there for 10 minutes? Yeah. And she's like, so we're closing now. We have to, could and you're you like, well, pay? I'm staying. <laughs> I paid for my coffee. I'm going to stay. Well, yeah, that's great, man. Thank you for calling in. And Yeah, uh, mystery caller calling in. <laughs> And we'll catch you later. All we're right, gonna guys, We're going to wrap good, this up good, here, here. and Have a uh, good rest of the podcast and make it really good. And thanks. We'll be like, why isn't it just Tim and Jacob all the time? Philip ruins things. Not true. False. It's going to be the best. We're going to see. It's true. It's going to be great. Okay. Enjoy and good luck with the pitch. And um, Yeah, she better... Knock yeah, it out the park. I think it worked pretty I th- good. I, I, am, I think, fingers crossed, it's going gonna, it's gonna to work out. Cool, man. All right. See ya. Okay, man. See ya. Bye, Tim. Bye. Water gets me all wet. My sailor shoes I hate when it rains. Hello? 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 Hello. Can you hear me? Hello. Phil's gone. Can you hear me? Phil's yeah. gone? Can you hear me? <laughs> uh, my internet died, I think. Oh, okay, well, we're back now after some technical difficulties. Yeah. Well, I have to say, Phil, m- business Phil calling makes our podcast look like a bunch of twiddle-twaddle. <laughs> yep, yeah, it was a serious man calling from a serious place. That was serious good. Business. He's, doing, he's doing real things, and we're talking about Sitting by ourselves in a room and talking about Peter Jackson and his success. <laughs> That's what we do. It's great. It's great. Well, the good news is that you know the the uh, the book review was a su- success. <laughs> um, uh, we don't have to do that again. You know. Yeah. We covered We're all the to this, material. You guys are sticking to this schedule. Yep. Yep. And life um, is good. I don't know. Do you want to add anything else? No. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Your topics were amazing. The toe, uh, the I, toe have, I, have, I have added absolutely nothing to discussion today. I know. I, I just, I dom- but I apologize for dominating eighty percent of this. It's okay. It's pure just um, regurgitation of something I read. I was here to listen. Okay, it's good. It's but good. it's intriguing, right? The whole thing. I, I want to read the book now. I think That's you should, man. You should order it. Um, it's really weird. You can order it. I think on Amazon. Um, I'll just borrow it from used? you when you're done. Oh, okay. You can do that too. Yeah, yeah sounds good. You can borrow it. Um, anything else we have? Anything um, in the pipes? I don't know. When, when, when is the... Yeah, the by the way, we, can, we I think we can't update that because I think that we're, 
we're actually getting somewhere with that. Yeah, um, yeah, so, the start of production. Yes, that's true, actually. Uh, do you want to talk since I uh, talked forever? I don't know. I mean, I, don't, I can't remember what we mentioned, but we are planning to start this uh, podcast, new podcast, I guess, with three of us. And it's a bit different format. It's based on, I think, what's it called? What, Star Wars a Minute? Yeah. Like movie and a minute it's a podcast. movie a minute. It's basically a podcast which each episode a uh, minute from a movie, and you know in a sequential order is discussed. You know yeah. one minute per per episode, and we decided to do it about the Matrix since no one's doing it, and it's a very special movie in our hearts. Yes, yes, it and is. we we did some we did some tests, we did some recordings, and uh, it looks like it might uh, it might it might be a thing. Yeah, I think we st- we definitely need to still kind of find the the tone of like yeah, the, we'll fine the tune podcast. a little bit. But more or less, I think that we I think we kind of have an idea of what we're gonna do, and so obviously we have no idea uh, when we're gonna um, get that going. Yeah, publish but, this um, thing, but but definitely be on the lookout for it's gonna be yeah. called officially the Matrix Minute. Yeah, I mean, let's so. let's just say it's going to be this year. <laughs> let's, yeah, let's let's, let's not, put a deadline of yeah twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen looks sounds good. But by the way, Tim, I was looking at other um, minute podcasts, and yeah. I think the best schedule that I've mm-hmm. seen that makes the most sense, and it would cover the movie. It would cover the Matrix in about a year. Yep, and it's uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Okay. Uh, and considering that each episode would be roughly ten fifteen minutes, that's yeah pretty okay. Uh, if if we can get a like a like an eight episode at one one go, well, yeah, those are the secrets. Those are the secrets we do not reveal. Oh, cut this out! Cut this no, out! I'm, I'm it's kidding. all recorded every day I, I, no. at the beginning of the podcast. We record it. <laughs> no, we hit upload. I don't, care. I don't care about the secrets. And it's and it's uploaded, and every episode is special. Yeah, like we we basically we. Come together every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, like just for that fifteen minutes, and we just you know, set yes. up and everything, and then for yeah. fifteen minutes, that's it. Yeah, like sit down, less, go, you know. and that's it. Sometimes like fifteen seconds. <laughs> Those fifteen seconds and one minute. Just description. Imagine that the podcast just description of the oh, by the way, one a minute. Perfect plug. I oh, know we're leaving this in the matrix. Whatever. I'm gonna plug it anyway because this is the hijacked podcast where we can do anything we want to do. Whatever doesn't matter. Just there's no rules. Um, I don't think anyone's going to watch this, but there's this great interview on YouTube with Carrie Ann Moss. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Y- have yes, you yes, seen? Yes. I linked this. I have not yet, I did, but you reminded me of, to yeah, watch well, that. Well, it's not obligatory, of course, to watch, but I liked it because um, it's been a while, you know, since The Matrix has been out, and uh, Carrie Ann Moss is a very interesting person, and she talks about her career and sort of how she got involved in The Matrix and sort of her approach to... to um, acting and things like that uh and it was a very interesting interview and i think it was pretty good so you can watch that we'll probably link it in the show notes hmm. oh, fancy. yes um cool. yeah, i think we should wrap it we're gonna wrap i think we're gonna wrap it up um, um yeah i am surprised i i thought like we'll manage probably like 20 minutes max <laughs> Really? Yeah, uh, yeah I, th- I thought it was gonna be like you know it's like 25 25 <laughs> yeah minutes. i thought like there's no way we'll, we'll, i thought we'll we would be it. like I imagine like the beginning going, well, mm. so uh, did you listen to any new music? Yes, yes, no. yes. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> did you listen, did you watch anything? No. Nothing. <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> Leave me alone. Just, no. Are you planning to watch anything? Mm. No. Maybe. 
Holiday. Okay. Um. Did you listen to any music there? No. Um. I I do, do, honestly I don't know my music. My I've been music listening to so much nothing. old stuff lately. I've been listening to really old weird stuff. I've been listening to like a lot of eighties underground stuff. I've been listening to a lot of seventies rock, which oh, I never, nice. which I always hated. So I listen to some of that stuff, some prog stuff, some even like pop rock. Of, some of prog the 70s. stuff from Prague, from Prague, <laughs> the fake city, fake city. Um, I've been listening to like all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I've been listening to like some pop stuff as well. <laughs> For some reason. But then again, I mean, I think we all know by now that you check the top of the pops. Oh, yeah, the, the, while, the right? monthly check of the pops. Yeah, the check of the pops. I like the, uh, for some reason, I the, I like the new Lord song. I like what? the music video. Lord, you know, the lady from New Zealand. Oh, I thought it was Lordy. Lord, Lord, just, just, oh, just, just Lord. spelled that way. And not like the Lord, like the Finnish band or whatever, that one. Oh, yeah, Lordy. Lordy. That's, that's what I'm thinking of. The um, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. Uh, I am an old man when it comes to these new songs. I don't. You know, it's funny. I didn't even know um, that guy. The other day, by the way, I learned that the singer, hugely popular, mm-hmm. I realized, um, his name is I think Ed Sheeran. Yes. He is the same dude who made the song "I See Fire" from The Hobbit. Oh, okay. I yeah, never knew this. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did not connect that either. But yeah. I, now it makes sense. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, I didn't know. Like it's been like, five years. Five. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't. Wasn't the back, big big like, that. Have you heard? Have you heard of him? Though? Have you heard of him? Yeah, yeah. He, he did like a very sort of like acoustic kind of songs, kind of softies. Yeah, but last his last music is pretty much like pop produced stuff. You know. Well, like, guess what? What? There is a, an amazing. I'm not joking. There's a really good cover, funk cover of his song. Oh yeah, by uh... Uh, yes, you know, yeah, Jack Conti, you, you just, yeah, Jack Conti and his buds, yeah, and his buds, the band little, called little, Scary session. I thought it was great. Yeah, what'd you think? I thought it was pretty cool. It was great because I always like because that's that's <laughs> that's how I discover these, <laughs> so Jack these popular Conti. musicians. What was the song called? It was um, I'm in love with your body. Is that? The track yeah, is that's the, that's the song. It's like a, it's it's this, this new thing, and it's like it's a it's like a very like like a no, house I'm, kind of. It's called Shape of You. Of Shape of You. That's what it's called. Do yeah, I know, the, but I, I sing the part always. Yeah, me too. I'm in love with your body, but it's so good with the ooh, funk. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I mean, it's like you know, like. Uh, but I, the original, I'm not a fan. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I've grown old. I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm okay. I mean, like, there's there's a, some annoying songs, definitely. Well, no, that's the thing. I'm not. I'm not here is. to say like that that pop is bad. Or that he's a bad musician, pop or is bad. or that he's like you know it's not interesting because it's pop. I'm not talking about that metaphysical. You're just an elitist bastard. That's what you. Yes, are. exactly. That's what I am. You're just I'm like just, no, I'm the, this I'm is the not guy for me. Just flat out rejects anything. I need craftsmanship and true no. artisan. I'm just saying that for some reason I just I'm not that. I don't know why those songs they don't like capture my attention. The original pop versions, but then like a cover comes out. I'm like, oh, this is great. I mean, depends usually like who's covering. You know, that's no, true. That's true. There's bad covers. I mean, a lot of the pop stuff is. Oh, we didn't clap. To... <laughs> <laughs> clap for Phil. Okay, what did you say? What do you want to say? Did you did you clap with Phil? Did you sync with no, him? No, I think we need to sync here. We need to clap okay. here. Okay. okay, ready? Uh, you count, and then we three. go. We go. We go three, two, one, and then we clap together. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Three, two, one. Okay, that was close. 
close. Yeah, pretty close. Oh, what my side was like you off. were talking about covers. Uh, I just said like I don't know. Like I mean, like pop songs, like they have d- different ideas of why they're produced that way. Some you know sometimes right. sometimes it's just a catchy tune. Sometimes it's it's more of a dancey kind of thing. And I don't, yeah. I don't find you as someone who would find a tune dancey. Right. I just don't. I just don't. I don't. That's true. I think that's that's an accurate it. statement. I don't see you, you know, like popping up a tune in the morning and then like just dancing while you're brushing yeah. your teeth. Yeah. It's more like, oh God, I have to go to school. <laughs> I hate my uh, life. Uh, I hate my life. <laughs> Why Phillip, am I here? Philip, bring me coffee, Philip. But I noticed that a lot of the, yeah, a lot of pop songs. Oh, by the way, perfect. Yes. We can, this is the last thing we're going to talk about. Okay. What okay. do you think of New Mayor? I like his stuff. I really like his new stuff. Uh, I like the stuff that's not country. Uh, he doesn't have that much country stuff on the new. I don't know. What well, one, one of the one of the, the two waves? One of was just like, eh. I like the. the I love like I like wait, I'm your man or something. Still feel like your man. Yeah, that is. I mean, in my opinion, that's like one of the top John Mayer songs. I just got a nice groove, and I, I like the sound. It's definitely. Um, I don't know. I, the other songs didn't really speak to me, but this one yeah. really did. Yes, I agree with that completely. There was another song track. that he did. It was like, um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's also yeah. cool, like very groovy, funky. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but I mean, like, I just I like that. I enjoy that he's doing, he's trying stuff, um, that's like out of his comfort zone or whatever. I think that's cool. Is it though? I don't know. Well, I mean. After two very similar records, that is true. Those were very going to the West yeah. California, which country. Born and Raised I think was a great album, um, but the other one I wasn't a huge fan of. The second one, yeah, I it didn't have, I guess, yeah. Whiskey, whiskey, whiskey. I don't know. I don't know. Water, I don't know what water, to say. Water, water, I started this water. saying like it was the best, but I don't know. <laughs> I still like. I still like. What is it? Yeah. Well, Continuum your favorite is Battle Studies. No. Oh, you got it right. Yeah, I was gonna say. I got it right. I'm in Battle <laughs> Studios as I read it. My my long, subconscious. Long I was ready to ready. I was ready to correct the Battle Studios. I honestly, like for years, I thought it was Battle Studios. The, I mean, dyslexia is a really evil thing, man. Know, Once you I see know. it wrong, it takes a miracle to see it right. It's true. It's true. But you know, it could have been Battle Studios. Like imagine you know, like dueling studios. Yeah. Or he's battling in the studio. He's battling his emotions. His soul. His emotions. Yeah, like Battle Studios. But I don't, I don't, I don't think I have a record or a song that recent that just like yeah blew me away. I don't know, me neither. Uh, oh I mean, yes, what? Jacob Collier, that yeah. was amazing. It, it is good. I think I was wondering, like, because it didn't speak to me. I was I listened to it recently. I, I listened to. I watched a video that uh, my uh, brother in law posted. This interview. Well, really, just quick context. So, the album is called "In My Room" by an artist named Jacob Collier. Some some talented little prick, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and it was this it was this interview, and they're just asking about this. Oh, so your uh, microtonal progression yes, in this year, and he's just like, oh, oh yes, he's uh, amazing. I, but I was I was listening listening to it, and I it's either I maybe my t- ear is not quite attuned to um, that kind of level of, of precision and just that level of music, but I think some of the songs just were way too much of tonally and chord progressions too much. I kind of like, I like songs that have a spe- special mood. And when you're dealing with this kind of crazy jazz songs, it goes through like 
minor or major moods to through whatever craziness like in a second four times and i think that was like weird to me like i couldn't i couldn't follow it i was like it's going way too many places for me but there's definitely a few songs there like the the i'll tell you which one i like it's a slow the song here still best song on the record uh, I'll, t- I'll I'll tell you which which one I like. Actually, I love very, them all. I love them all. It's very mellow and it's very slow and it's got like a feeling to it, which I like, <laughs> as opposed to the other ones. Which is just like a, like a you know like uh, like there's just uh, an instrument just pops in there. It's like there's without reason. Like it's it's like oh you know now now there's a thing. There's a here. There's a, you know, it's like a very the savior. Uh, so what's this, what's this guy's name again? <laughs> Jacob Collier. So Jacob Collier. You just like him because he has, he has your name. That's Absolutely. Like That's him. the only reason. Like, when I saw him, I was like, yep. That's a Jacob. And he has, he his voice is like, hi, I'm Jacob Collier. He's like, he's like John Mayer. <laughs> I thought it was black first when I heard him Really? Talk. He's like, uh, I'm John Mayer. You know, is he just like... Yeah, oh, yes, that's right, right? When yeah. I heard John Mayer speak, not sing, I yeah. agree. Like, you really, like, he's like a different person if you don't see his face. Can't find the song. Wait. I don't know what it is. Okay, well, in the next installment, join us to hear Tim looking for a track he can't find. I, I, I think it just might be in my room, though. <laughs> in your in yeah, in my room. You mean the in my room? My room. That one? I think that might be it. That, like, that was stuck in my head. You know which stupid song I have stuck in my head for like three months now? What? Stupid Animals is Leaders P, man. That lick. Um, animals is Leaders. Oh, yeah. For some reason, that idiotic that lick is just like for three months. I just go around town and go... You just have to call these bands up and be like, hey, your idiotic riff... Jacob, your no-feeling songs. Yes, you all suck. Yeah, lovely, lovely I would, music, I would recommend In My Room. I don't know, like for me, I, it just did everything. Like that a record, I think in a while I've not heard something that's But I so... completely get it. Like you, you, I, it would definitely encapsulate what I see you as, as, as far as music, what comes to you. Yeah. I, yeah. I have a completely different approach to... It, like I, I, that, that this is really weird to talk about yourself like this like oh <laughs> i fine, do it fine, like this and, but like your idea and it's weird, of what but, you like yeah i'm just like very mood and and mel- i don't know i don't know how, what, what yeah, I, like, I, 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 I i can totally i can understand like you, why you are so, so attracted to this yeah and i, I, I like I like you definitely like there's there's uh, like uh just a sort of craziness of exploration yeah. and stuff yeah, I think so that, I get that, it. I, think I get it. What you like, but I, I also have to say, like, I think that I just like his his songwriting too, and I think his lyrics are nice, and um, I just think he has a really good grasp of, um, like, yeah, like he said, exploring these tracks and making like super interesting stuff. And it's also he's like so fresh, fifteen levels ahead of anyone, yes, pretty much as far, as far as musicality. Musical. Yeah. So yeah, I'm really interested in what he's gonna do next. I don't know. I don't know if he's doing a new album or not. But it's a, this is this is high as is it just gonna go down? <laughs> it, like just peaked, alcoholism and done. That's it. It's gonna be this this old man singing the bumps. <laughs> he's drunk. <laughs> now you have it in your head as well. <laughs> do you know what's weird? That animals <laughs> as, le- animals as leaders 
um, their newest record. I have, honestly, I have a really hard time listening to like prog bands, um, like these new new age prog bands. The genty stuff. I like the thing is I like the ideas of. Oh, there's my dog. I love these ideas <laughs> that they play around with, but it's honestly the fatigue kicks in pretty quick. Yeah, I wouldn't see like I, I can handle like one record or something, or I usually mix them up with stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's hard to to sort of keep. <laughs> Doc wants to be on the podcast. Like, Where is my? Bit? No, it's, it's Phil. Is, Phil is trapped in the body of a dog. Yes, he can only speak through FaceTime. Anyway, this is fun. I think we should do another podcast like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do the hijack podcast. Yeah, but we. Ah, I, just, I, just, I just really. I'm, I always say this. I just really want to do it in person. Yeah, I know. It's because this is just disembodied. It, it's working. It's fine. But yeah, this is. You guys need to move here. Leave, leave that place. Like or we could all together move to, you know... <laughs> Zimbabwe. Like, <laughs> we can move to, you know, New Zealand. Wellington next to Peter. Yeah, let's go to New Zealand. Like, that like, always appeals to me because you're just so far away. Like, World War Three can come and it's not it, your concern. You're an island nowhere. I mean, look. By the mean, time the new nuclear fallout comes, you know, you build a shelter and it's fine. Yeah, and probably... Probably all the radiation will affect the animals positively. Well, they'll yes. mutate like and be better. And they better. protect you. They, they just they pro- <laughs> like kiwis, the ultimate protection kiwis. They're yeah, like, and, and they'll they'll, squeak, like, they'll be they'll be attuned to like you know the the waves of consciousness in the world, and they'll know like like you said to protect us and yes. we'll live in harmony. They understand and, because you know kiwis were under protection protection for the last couple of years. You know they now will return the favor. Like you are now the endangered species. Yeah, we protect you now. The kiwis. So yeah, we can move there. That sounds pretty yeah. good. That sounds pretty good. Bad internet though, I think. Really? Well, yeah. I, Australia I think also has a really crap internet. Yep. So they don't Slovakia have the so the, the pipes. <laughs> Slovakia is like the king of internet. Like next to it is Slovakia. It is. Like number one is South Korea and then Slovakia. Because because there was no monopoly and they just the government just invested in putting optic cable everywhere. So They're just like here optic cable for this everyone. So nice. You guys, are, you're probably gonna have like gigabit internet. I mean, you can have it. It's just like some providers. I mean, I have like three hundred. Megabits, megabytes now. Three megabits, yeah. Three megabits, three hundred. It's megabits. like it's like it's like one gigabyte in like half a minute. That's that's it's good, man. Good. In the words of Donald Trump, sad. sad. Um, yeah, that's yeah. that's great. Um, yeah. Uh, I think I think we're good to go. Follow Jake. On Twitter. Oh, yeah, that's right. We should do the. You post stuff. I don't post stuff. Eh, you better off kind of. following me on. I don't know. Sometimes where would you I, follow? Where would you want to be followed? Nah, just Instagram, really. Instagram. Did, That's did where you I mostly it? post. Didn't you change? I did the, change uh, it on the last podcast because what? Well, wait, it wasn't the Matrix one because uh, I gave out the wrong name and then yeah, I had you to gave go out and change like, it. Timo yeah. Majerski, but it wasn't. Yeah, that yeah. no, was Timo Majerski. It used to be good. something else. Good, good. Yep. Follow Tim. Follow me. It's okay. There'll be links on the. They're always there. Always. I don't know. Always there. I just like to read the. Facebook comments. Yeah, no, guys, please. I mean, <laughs> guys, guys, please, guys, just please, write something, please, something, we anything. beg you, just one word, just one, like, just give us a sign, like, just give us a give like, <laughs> write. If you if you listen to this podcast, write in the comment section. Like, what should they write? I listen. Like, I I volunteer as a tribute. Yeah, 
No, we need a, we need a symbol. We need like a keyword, like you know, pipi caca. We need something. So um, people who are listening, they can write down a word. Like maybe, maybe they could write um, simoleon. No, no, you can no s- write like phonetically sing out the song. Like that. Like just write oh, that. Th- also, the song is called uh, "Animals as Leaders." The physical education is it P? Yeah, that's what it's called. Like P E. I think so. Wait. To play us out. What does that mean? To play us out. Physical education. We'll do it live. Okay. Ah. <sighs> uh, so, do you want to know the time code for this episode? Oh, you guys going to see uh, Guardians when Phil comes back? I didn't even know that was out. I I learned about this like. Uh, we're going to the pre-premiere tomorrow. Mm, the premiere. Mm, yes, in the fancy cinema, the Star Five D, right? Yes, I was looking at. It was like uh, so in the big cinema they have like IMAX showing, three D showing, and then normal two D. IMAX sold out. Three D yeah. sold out. Two D <laughs> all empty. Free. I could just took any any seat. It was just empty. That's great. That's great. That's crazy. It's just like. I can't believe the gimmick I still lives here. Yeah, I, I can't. I was gonna say. I thought that was all done. I guess not. No, 3D is better. <laughs> <laughs> More <laughs> dimensions. Mordor. 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 Yeah. Uh, okay. So the time code for this episode is um. Hour forty-five. What? I don't know how we did that, but yeah, it's a miracle. Yeah, it's we a did Christmas that. Miracle. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah, uh, uh, thanks for letting I've us been, waste your time. Uh, Jake. I will be Tim. So you're not now? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think about this. Let me contemplate. Well, my life. tomorrow maybe Tim might be Tim. We'll find yeah. out. Or he'll get back to us. Yes. And thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week uh, with a new episode. Yes. Uh, it's lovely. That's all I got. That's all I will have. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye-bye.
Can you hear me? Holy balls, that scared me. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Uh, stop playing the guitar for a second. Okay. Uh, it's pretty crap quality. Really? I think it's the eyesight. You have to go to wire and tell it to listen. Oh, boop, 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 boop. I see preferences, devices, no options, no audio video, microphone, Scarlet. <laughs> oh, speak. Did it change? Ah, beautiful. Awesome. Okay, now speak. Let me just get you louder so I can, so I can don't miss the pockets. The Mr. Pockets. Are you there? Don't miss the pockets. Yeah, I'm here. Are okay, you ready? I'm yeah. recording. Ready? Yeah, I'm recording already. Yeah. Okay, let's go.